Oh, thank you, Paul and Sarah. That was great. That was just really good to just worship, to be in his presence. I hope you were really blessed at home. Um, okay, so I'm, I feel really privileged to be able to speak to you guys this morning. Um, as Pete mentioned earlier, we are following on from our preach series, Postcards from Italy. So today's one is postcard number seven. Um, Postcard is number seven. The theme song is You're All I Need to Get By. Now, for Motown lovers out there, and I have to say I'm one of them, this is the classic by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. And the Queen of Soul herself, Aretha Franklin, even covered it. So I absolutely love the song. So, yeah, go and search it. It's a really good one. The verses from Hebrews 13 we are focusing on today are verses 8 and 9. And I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. Jesus, the anointed one, is always the same yesterday and forever. So don't let anyone lead you astray with all sorts of novel teachings and exotic teachings. It is more beautiful to rest in grace and be inwardly strengthened than to be obsessed with dietary rules, which in themselves have no lasting benefit. So we've just had Christmas, haven't we? <laughs> the holiday often known for plenty of food and feasting on yummy things. This year for all of us, Christmas has looked very different. Things in many ways haven't been the same. We may not have done the things that we normally do at Christmas. Things to celebrate. For my family, as well as seeing family and friends, we often like to go to London to wander the shops, to wander the streets, to see the lights. And we didn't get to do that this year, and it's been sad not to do those things. It's been a really disrupted kind of season. But one thing we can be confident in, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. In the middle of different Christmases, for us all, there has been one thing that has been the same. Psalm 62, verses 6 to 8 says, Truly he is my rock and salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Change is inevitable in this world, but we can be confident of the one whose firm foundation we stand on. Like I mentioned earlier, one thing that probably hasn't changed for many this season is eating that yummy food. We sometimes try different things in our house. I love to try a new vegetable dish to go with the, with the Christmas dinner. So this year it was Brussels sprouts and pancetta with chestnuts. It was yummy. And um, only me and Pete ate it, but it was really yummy. Um, or we stick to the things that we just love every year. For Pete, that's some classic blue cheese and a glass of pork, and he's satisfied with that. After Christmas, like now, we can start to think of how we're going to combat that excessive eating, what diet to go on, what exercises to do. But my news for you this morning is that there is a feast for us to enjoy in 2021. Who would rather feast than go on a diet? In the passage we are looking at this morning, Paul was concerned that people were focusing on new things, new teachings, or we're going back to old religious or legalistic ways of doing things instead of focusing on what Jesus had said all along. He was all that they needed. As the author John Crowder points out in his book, Cosmos Reborn, 
he says, Paul found everything he had ever wanted in the person of Christ, the source of his bliss and fulfilment. Those in Christ truly lack nothing. Paul had been plugged into an internal wellspring of grace, and so have you. How do we tangibly feast on this abundant grace in our daily lives? By faith, and that's simply by trusting him. The flavour of this faith isn't striving, isn't contending, or even pressing in for something. The flavour of faith is rest. It is to trust someone and trust all that has been accomplished for us already. His work was enough to satisfy you perfectly. Christ has now become our eternal Sabbath rest. At the start of this new year, 2021, where there'll be lots to focus on, let's follow Paul's encouragement to us to focus on grace. The revelation Paul had is that that unlike outward religious expression, this is an inside job. Verse nine of Hebrews 13 says, it is more beautiful to feast on grace and be inwardly strengthened than to be obsessed with dietary rules. That's from the Passion Translation again. The message says, the grace of Christ is the only good ground for life. I want to be amazed by grace again this year and be inwardly strengthened, don't you? Who wants to feast on him and know his love in a whole new way? Feasting on his grace, his favour and kindness towards us that I actually don't deserve, but he chooses to lavish it anyway. And this feast of grace is available to us in all the everyday stuff of life. There have been moments through this last year which were a challenge to our family, and I'm sure you can relate to a lot of them. Cancelled holidays, disrupted jobs, cancelled GCSEs, homeschooling, missing our loved ones. The list goes on. For you, there actually may be more and more harder things. However, Jesus has these words for us. This is from 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 from the NIV. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. When we feast on his grace and goodness, which is the gospel, <laughs> we start to shine. Our joy increases and those around us begin to notice. And in a little but significant ways, the kingdom is extended bit by bit, conversation by conversation, smile after smile, miracle after miracle. I want to feast more this year so I can get to see more of that, don't you? As John Piper often says, God is most glorified in you when you are most satisfied in him. Psalm 23 verses five to six says, you become my delicious feast even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. As I was thinking about his grace, feasting on him, I was reminded of an old song. 
He Brought Me to His Banqueting Table by Kevin Prosh. Some of you might know it. It's quite an old one. I believe he wants to do that for us as we move into this new year. Take up the invitation to come and feast and delight ourselves at his banqueting table. There is a banner over the table. That banner is love. Love for you, love for me, love for others. In all the unusual of the past year and all of the unknown of the year ahead, he is the same, our Prince of Peace. He is the only thing that keeps us from fear of the unknown. His grace enables us to know his peace and joy. Let January and the months to come be a time of not detoxing from before Christmas, but be a time of feasting on Mr. Grace. Strength will come and you'll see that Jesus is actually all you need to get by. I'm going to pray now. Thank you, Jesus, that you have a banqueting table for every single one of us, everyone who's watching. You have prepared a feast. You have prepared a beautiful feast of things to eat and drink because that's what you do. You love to lavish on us. And I pray that the people who are watching today will, will experience some of that, experience sitting at your table and get to feast with you. I pray for new encounters for people to delight themselves in you again, to see you fresh again as this new year unfolds. I pray that people will get to see you in a whole new way and fall in love with you all over again. As we feast and delight, what we see what he has done. I pray that hearts are changed. I pray we see how amazing grace is again. Thank you, Father, that you'll do this. Thank you, Father, for your grace and for your love that you lavish on us. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm.